Ladies and gentlemen, uh, the wrestling journalists, we're back, Gino. You don't have work tonight. I also do not have work tonight. Uh, we're here, my friend. You survived. How, how did it go? Everything going well for, for Christmas Day? I now, thankfully, after this weekend, things are starting to look a little bit up because we were having plumbing issues where our pipe burst because I guess it was frozen to the point that our tankless water here messed up. Like, there's it's frozen. So, like, now we have to, like, warm this whole area up. Thankfully, we do have the pipe fixed, so we just have to, like, wait for this fucking water to be heated up so we can now finally have at least cold water running so I can have a shower for nice. tomorrow so I can actually finally shower again. But now what sucks, my stepdad's uh, car, he started, like, trying to start the engine on his way back home, started fucking smoking, so he's having to get that repaired. Hopefully, we get that repaired tomorrow, so he said it won't be able to come into work tomorrow, so... It sucks for him that he won't be able like, to make money, and he doesn't have any PTO just like you. So, like, he has no way yeah. of making money for tonight, but tomorrow. So, hopefully, this car gets repaired, and he'll be able to get that money uh, Thursday. Uh, yes. Thank you, Gino. Yeah, that, that was a lot. Goodness gracious. So, at least he got his car. Um, at least that's going to be fixed eventually. I know that will be. Um, so, it was just you guys, right? I mean, you had people leave. Like, you had, you were, like, the only ones home. It was just you. It was stepdad. Stepdad now has no car. But that doesn't affect you getting to work, right? You're still taking a lift everywhere. Yeah, I do take a lift everywhere. I don't have work tomorrow because I scheduled it off because we are going to have a technician coming in because our furnace was also messed up. So, we're going to get that fixed, hopefully. And that potentially will help with the fucking water heater for it to warm up even can more can you can you not um shower with cold water what do you mean like you said like i can shower cold water but i'm just i would rather have like hot water as well so i can actually wash my clothes properly I, some of my clothes cannot be washed in cold water so i am able to get a shower and that's what i'm gonna do tomorrow with a cold water shower but i'd rather also like be able to wash my clothes properly and not possibly ruin some clothes that cannot be washed in cold water. Thank you, JR. How do you how, why can't they be washed in cold water? Like what At least that? it says instructed to not be washed in cold water. So I would assume that means something could happen possible damage to the what is it? that I have. What 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 it's certain pants and shirts that I have. Couple you have pants certain and pants and shirts that can't be washed in cold water. What the fuck? Imagine yes. if you, this was like the Victorian days. They never heated up water to wash their clothes. Like what if you were a Native American? You would just go to the lake and wash clothes. Like what is I can't believe pants are being invented now that you have you have to heat water. There's no way. Yeah, there are clothes there like that, but it's weird how society has changed how society. clothing has changed over these years. Society? Yeah, interesting. That that I, I love it, Chino. You're right. I was wrong. Clothes always need to be washed in hot, hot water. Why would we ever wash clothes in cold water? Why would we ever take showers in cold water? Water needs to be hot. So hopefully this tankless water heater gets repaired hopefully the furnace gets repaired um and gino you'll be back you'll be right as rain like no problem i'm excited for this so thank goodness that you're okay gino i'm glad the job is working out for you um and i guess let, let's just go to the biggest headline of the day before we cover the slammies because obviously gino this is slammy special okay last year you and i did the slammy special we went through all the categories we gave our picks we gave our predictions we said what we're missing uh i've I told this whole weekend I wasn't near a computer to be able to just throw in some some extra categories with Kev be cool, but thank goodness I know I don't have to do any of that work, you know, because you're here, dude. You Malachi did all that Black work. says maybe help your family with some money, Gino, instead of wasting your mon. Why you can get a new furnace and water heater, fucking bum. 
No, boo. You don't know shit, Nathan. All right. Don't worry about it. Gino, keep living for free. Buy hockey jerseys. Keep going to wrestling events. $90 Uber rides. Did you take, did you get an estimate on how much the Uber's going to be from Marietta to Atlanta? Not entirely just yet, but I will give you an estimate. I'll let you know later on. This let week, me know. To let you know what I'm going to have to do and just in case, because I will be set up. I'll be fine. No, I do give money to my family case. Like, I, we were going to buy this television. I was like, you know, I was going to be willing to like, pay you like one third. They're like, hey, I can pay half. I was willing to pay half. So I did. So at least we bought this new 4K television and I was like, chip in. So it wasn't just from once. I was like, all of us is like a gift for the fam. Hey, so you guys want a TV? I got a bit of coin here. You guys want a TV? You guys want a new water heater? Nah, I'm not helping for that. I'm going to help for the TV that benefits all of us, not just the water heater. So could, I'm with Gino. Fuck it. If he gets to live there for free, that's their fault for not enforcing any laws or making you pay rent. Like, soon as you got this job, I would have given you my routing number. Like, okay, well, I guess here's where your money goes, and I'll give you an allowance based off of what you earn. Like, that's how I would have set you up. But they didn't do that. They just said, wow, Gino, you got a job. Good for you. Go go, go earn that paper. And then, like, your WWE shop packages are arriving, and they're like, wow, um, that's a cool shirt. Awesome. Hey, make sure you only wash that in hot, though. Did they tell you that? Are they the ones that told you? No, they were not, but there are, like, clothing that does say, like, on the back that you should wash in cold or wash in hot water. Don't wash it in cold ever, okay? Water is meant to be hot. Its natural state is not cold. It's not room temp. It must be heated, okay? So if you have a tankless water heater, uh, make sure it's working properly. So, Gino, uh, you're going hard to kill. So that's what you did with your money, right? By the way, I took an Uber on uh, Christmas. I took a Christmas Uber. Christmas Eve Uber, I guess. And uh, it was $16, and I didn't go very far. So I'm imagining your – because I went maybe – it's like a 15-minute drive, so it's like a dollar a minute. So that's why I'm thinking, Gino, this is going to be an expensive Uber ride, dude. It could be. I think from last time when I went here with the last Uber, I was about like 40 to 50, so like maybe 100 since I'd have to go both ways. So not too bad. Yes, it's a lot when you look at like the – grand scheme of things it's not too much why don't you get a car what what was the reasoning you you gave me a gino excuse many years ago when i asked about a car you were like my eyesight's not too good like that was one of the things you had told me but you have glasses that's supposed to correct eyesight isn't it it does but at the same time the biggest issue i do have is also the sun the sun's glare fucking mess with my eyes to the point that i feel that i can't really do too much while it's affecting me so okay so the sun's glare what about contacts if you are contact lenses does that also have glare I've never tried contact lenses. I don't feel like What if you have sunglasses? Wait, what am I talking about? They make prescription sunglasses. They do. And I've tried, like, what's called uh, transitions, and these are, I think, transitional. They're not. Those are trans? For transitions. These are regular ones. They're transitional glasses, which do turn into sunglasses. And those sometimes work, sometimes it all really depends. I need to try again to get better glasses and hopefully get a fucking actual eye exam again to get it proper and yeah. see if I could move up and get a fucking car or at yeah. least a license. Maybe Sorry take care of yourself car. a little bit. I like what you're saying. I like where this is going because sometimes it, it seems like we're hitting our stride like, Gino's got a job! And then you're really excited to show me and Kevin your hockey jersey. It's like, Gino, that's not why we wanted you to get the job. We wanted you to buy Kevin video games, number one. We wanted you to move out. And number three, like Gino podcast stream set up. Like every night there should be like, you know how Kevin always goes, I'm going to uh, Tyler Spider on Twitch. Like, every Tuesday, I should be saying, I'm going to Gene Bean on Twitch. Like, like 
The, the Thursday's hour is wide open. That could be you. I could just be, oh, it's Chino night. Uh, it's Chino night here on Trailbit.life slash Chino. Thank you guys so much. Like that. That's We're, we're going to be watching some Shimmer tonight. Like I said, I thought we were going to get Gino, but that's not what we're getting. Yeah, not right now. Right now, I'm still running with this shit little laptop, but it's working well still. It's not broken down. So until this breaks down, I'm using this. But then when it breaks down, I'm going to get a proper setup, an actual computer, not a shit laptop. Did you buy a PS5 or was that bought like for you? I did buy myself a PS5, yes. How much was that? Like 550 It was about 600 because I bought the... Uh, god of war edition because that's one of the few editions that still had those ps5s in stock but it was the discless version so i think it was about 500 the dickless <laughs> version that's no god of war in my mind gino that's fantastic so you got a ps5 i walked by a GameStop today on my way to salada humble brag and uh they, they had a big a big sign printed on eight and a half by 11 white paper it said ps5 available limited stock i almost went in just to go like hey malachi my black says vlds you're moving too fast that's 10 years away for gino maybe, maybe it is gino but i walked by that window and i almost went in just to tell them hey my friend gino has one of those and then i wanted to get uh, their reaction that would have been great to get my reaction and kevin because me and kevin both have ps5s you and tyler are gonna be the next generation that gets ps5s when the ps6 comes out i'm probably getting a ps6 that'll probably be the next time i i have video i have an xbox it's right here i just i turn it on once a quarter just to make sure that it's still functional i'm just not a video game player gino i just what do i do i don't i don't i'm never out here this is a this is a garage full 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 disclose i mean look at that look at that mess back there gino it's a fucking war zone in here right now it's not like I want to come in here and play. It's Christmas season. All the Christmas decor is being put away. Are we supposed to just game out here? Are we supposed to game, Gino? I don't know. We could be game. We could be watching Christmas movies like my favorite all-time movie that I was able to get some time to watch this year to be in the Christmas spirit, The Ref. I didn't see that one. So, Gino, um, you're going to Hard to Kill. What, so, I know that you and I were looking at ticket prices. Are you going just to Hard to Kill, or did you buy the combo pack? Because it was only 35 bucks, dude. 35 bucks for the combo pack? What a steal. It is a steal, but then I realized, you know, I don't want to go spend $200. So I was like, $100 lift. I could do that. Get there, get back. On one day, I was like, hard to kill, general admission. And especially with the card right now for hard to kill, I'm actually really excited to see some of these guys for the first time live and some of them for the second time live in the same exact arena. Dude, the, see? And I, w I haven't even been to Impact Wrestling ever. I had tickets to Bound for Glory, you know. I had Bound for Glory tickets uh, for 2012, and I just didn't go. I bought them because it was in Arizona. I was like, that's close enough, six-hour drive. And I was going to go with my brother. We had two tickets. And then on, like, that Sunday, we ended up having plans. So we didn't do the 12 hours of driving that would have gone into play on my, on my poorly planned out Bound for Glory excursion. So I like to imagine there were two empty seats that would have been cheering on Hernandez and Chavo Guerrero to win those tag belts, you know? Oh, yeah, it would have been great. And then for Hernandez to turn on Chavo and be a singles guy because Impact loved to do that every time. We always had like him have a random tag team just to turn on to push Supermix and then never just give him the belt. It's the best Impact store they always tell. Why do you think that was always their solution? There just wasn't any plans for him, huh? Yeah, they never had a plan for him, for Matt Morgan, or Rob Terry. It's always like, just push Supermax, push Matt Morgan, then don't finish it. Just push him so he has that big moment and never give them the belt. They did keep Matt Morgan always like sort of on the edge of that. Like, I'm almost a main eventer. Like, he kind of was for a while there. He had some main event matches with Jeff Hardy during that Immortal title 
run. So they, I don't know, they they had plans for him. It just never worked the way I thought that they think they thought it would, right? Yeah, none of the big men that Dixie or whoever was in charge really thought that these guys would be able to be mailers, were able to f- become what they wanted it to become. Gino, so so you're going to hard to kill. Did you get what's? They only had those seats like in the. It was all GA, right? It's all general admission. They didn't have any ringside stuff available, right? Yes, it was just general admission, so I'll be there to be able to look down and see this amazing contest of some matches I'm just really excited for. Seeing Alex Shelley in 2022 is going to be amazing. Are you writing solo, or, or, or do you have any, like, is, is Quigley going with you again? Do you have, like, a wrestling buddy that, like, the, the, yo, I'll meet you there, or is this just riding solo Gino? So far, it's just Ryan Soldier. I got myself one ticket. Got to go there. Just enjoy this amazing wrestling experience. Did you go to – you went to GCW. That was with Quigley, right? No, Quigley helped give me, like, money for both the ticket and the transportation. Him and Ayako actually helped me. And the only person who actually was there that I knew that actually got to be face-to-face was Brady. Okay, so okay, you so you knew some you knew one person, but ultimately you were sitting there kind of just enjoying everything on your own. You're lonesome, huh? Yeah, just being able to be in the moment with this professional wrestling experience, and that's when I was able to have that sit down, just like look down and watch Kruk and Blake Christian and Jonathan Gresham have this amazing match. It just made me realize this is what professional wrestling is all about. Just that kind of almost out of body experience. Because like this is why I'm a pro wrestling fan. Yeah, and it was a shitty match too. It was like this is the one. This is Jonathan Gresham, because even Jonathan Gresham doesn't like Jonathan Gresham. He's back in Impact though, right? How excited are you? I am excited for him fighting Eddie Edwards, and I'm really hoping, because I haven't really been watching like Eddie Edwards because he hasn't kind of had a match yet. So I don't know if Eddie's still going to come out to honor no more, if he's going to come out to his classic theme, and maybe Aww. for the first time in 2023, he's going to have no shirt and be Eddie Edwards again. Nah, he's coming out to his, take what's mine. I am the fire. You know he loves that shit. That's not going anywhere. It's, that's a better th- theme than fucking Honor No More's theme. So I'd say, yes, go back to that theme that song, one more time just for hard to get. That song sucks so bad, I love it. All right, Gino, here we are on HaveGrit.club. This is what we're here for, the Slammies, dude. The Slammies last year, it's such a good time. I wore a tie. Are we Are we wearing suits tomorrow, Gino? And I sadly don't have a suit, so I'm just going to keep going with my jersey and beanie. I like full disclosure. It's unbelievably cold in this room right now. The hoodie is working, so I might be wearing yeah a, a a nice dress shirt, a tie with a sports coat. Like I might come in looking like Troy Aikman. He hate me says, "How is Impact still alive, though?" How is Impact still alive? We tried to answer that a few weeks ago on an episode of the Wrestling Journalist. I still don't understand how it's alive. Maybe it is. Maybe they're getting this venue in Atlanta for very cheap, and then people are dropping twenty. How much was it? Twenty five bucks. It was 25 close story because there was a little bit of tax, but it was too bad to get for general mission cheap. And then we're gonna, I'm going to see what they're going to have in the gimmick tables. I'm actually excited to see what they're going to set up for gimmick I, tables. I wish they, like, because 35 bucks for the combo pack. That would be for Hard to Kill and the show the next night. So, yeah, it's definitely, there's some value there for sure. Um, but, yes. So, I don't know how they're surviving. They must be making enough money at these live shows because even their television tapings, there's nobody there. So Anthem really is keeping them afloat for somehow. When I'm on Impact Ultimate Insiders on YouTube, because I am still a subscriber, like they'll post a new episode of Impact and it gets like 40 likes. Like, is that all that's watching Impact? Is me and 40 people? Well, 40 people that are willing to like comment on it. Some people might just be watching and be like, you know what, I want to see point. the wrestling. And they don't want to give their opinion if they like it or dislike it because some people might not like that Speedball Mike Bailey isn't in the main event every week like he should be. 
Well, and there's probably times where, yeah, I watch a video from like a YouTuber or series that I follow, and if it just auto plays or something, and then the video ends, I don't always remember to like it. That's why it helps. And it, Kevin, we need to start doing that. Make sure you like and subscribe. No, let's get to this video. Like that probably does help tremendously because once somebody tells me to like it, I you normally abide. I'm very, very docile. You can walk right up and pet me. So okay, Gino, the whole fucking show, dude. The Slammies. Can you? Think back, Gino. Go back to 2011, okay? The year's 2011. Kevin watches Edge versus Rey Mysterio in the final two of an Elimination Chamber match. And he decides, you know what we need? Malachi Black says Impact died when AJ left. People should stop talking about it. That Well, AJ left, but we're never done talking about it. I might do a companion for this Hard to Kill show if Gino's fucking going. I might just go to the show. It's only a 12-hour drive. I almost drove to Phoenix. I'll drive to Atlanta. I don't give a fuck. Uh, by almost, I mean, I didn't. Um, but can you imagine, Gino, 2011, Edge and Rey Mysterio were the final two of an elimination chamber. And that drives Kevin Scampoli to connect with Danny Richardson, all right, to create a wrestling podcast. You, you, you know what I'm saying, right? Yes, I do know what you're saying. Because of Edge being the asshole heel that he was, it helped motivate Kevin to start this podcast, which then created a Slammy Award every single year that was even more consistent than the WWE Slam. Dude, babyface Edge at the time, actually. Edge was a babyface. He just got done feuding with Heel Ziggler. So he was the white meat vanilla babyface Edge getting ready to retire. And The Miz was really the heel that brought Kevin back into wrestling. So that's what that dude. Kevin was a big Miz boy. That's for sure. So let's go through this list. The voting is now live. All right. I tried to check. I wanted to add some shit last night and I couldn't do it. I was like, oh, he must have made it live already. And then he did. He messaged me back saying, yeah, it's live, bro. Get ready. Best slammies ever. Are you, are you ready, Gino? Did you already get your votes in, my dude? I already did vote myself, but I am, and I'm not going to spoil my specific votes for some things, but there might be a couple you might get my real answers for. Oh, thank goodness, Gino. That's what I need is the real Gino. Some people want the fake Gino. I want that real shit, dog. So, Gino, great point by you. Um, hold on. Let's do this real quick. I want to make – just do that. Gino, I'll get you back on the screen in just a second, I promise. So, the whole effing Slammy Awards number eight – so much like WWE, we might have missed a year or whatever, Gino. Settle down. I heard your little shot there a second ago, okay? I, I heard that. Kevin heard that. Nathan heard that. He Hate Me heard that. Dom heard that. TK heard that. Everyone heard that, Gino, okay? So you can vote once every four hours. So for those of you who voted on lunch break like I did today, um, you you get to vote again. So, Gino, Wrestler of the Year. These, these. Should we scroll to the bottom? No, let's go Wrestler of the Year first. Let's just start at the main event, all right? Let's start with the, with the fucking steak, okay? We'll worry about salads after we're done with our steak, all right? We'll worry about soups after we're done. CM Punk, Cody Rhodes, Maxwell Jacob Friedman, Mox, Will Ospreay, or other. Now, who did you put, Gino? Tell me that you put Frankie Kazarian, because if you didn't, you're a liar. Well, I, when I got to say, I did pick other, and I will say it is an impact superstar, and I had to go with the person who I feel had the busiest year, especially resume weekend. I think the busiest resume weekend anyone has ever had in wrestling history for an independent scene during resume season. It has to be Speedball Mike Bailey. Really? You're going to see, but he, that's not true, though, because he had like four good matches, but that's he didn't have as many good matches as Mox. He didn't have as many huge moments as MJF. He didn't come back to WWE in that huge, awesome moment like Cody Rhodes. 
Like, Cody made Raw very fun for a few months there. Speedball lost that belt, and he's been invisible. You're lying. He lost the belt, but he's now had this amazing match, what I think is, and I'm going to spoil this one, match of the year was Josh Alexander, Speedball, Mike Bailey. And that's why, to me, I feel Speedball, both because having match of the year and having just, again, one of the most busiest resume weekends, and I was there watching every single match he had. Seeing you were there? You went? Wrestling Alex Shelley. What do I watch every single live event that was oh, on okay. uh, the nice websites I could go on to, like Baked, and just watching every single Very speedball nice match. Like, this I guy is the that. best fucking dude. It's great for me to watch every event because sometimes nice. Watch Wrestling doesn't have it, but Baked, they're willing to put on every single live event, thankfully. So I was going to watch Speedball doing all these amazing matches. Him and Alex Shelley was like right up there with matching, but I do feel that Josh Alexander pushed Alex Shelley out of the water with their amazing hour-long match. I picked Roman. I thought it was obvious. I had no idea, Gino. I had no idea that you were a big Alex, uh, not Alex Shelley, a big speedball guy because there were months there where you didn't even talk about impact. It wasn't until I started bringing it up again that you were like, dude, the fucking speedball is fantastic. You don't think Roman's a superstar of the year candidate, let alone the winner? He's main event at every show. Remember Cardiff? Remember the castle? How many other guys defended their belt at a castle, Gino? That's right. Not many people defend their belt in the castle, but not many people had what is such an amazing match. Probably one of Alex Shelley's best matches of his career during WrestleMania weekend. I'm putting Roman Reigns, who had match of his of his career at WrestleMania. He had match of the year at uh, at SummerSlam with Brock. Remember the tractor? Did you forget the tractor already? We really would. I know it needs a tractor. That, the tractor is more of a over than Brock or Roman. Then we all care more about the tractor than Roman and Brock. Dude, Roman rules, dude. Remember he came out and he said the N word. Like uh, Roman just does everything. Okay, he's fantastic. He is. He doesn't even need to show up every week. It's awesome when he shows up. It matters when Speedball shows up. We're like, oh yeah, he's still here. We're waiting for him to go back to the Indies full time. You know, Roman Reigns is. I'm going to tip the scales a little bit. I think he is the superstar of the year. I think every time he's on TV, it matters. I think his matches are are good. He has. He looks great. He's in shape. All right. He's not wearing a vest anymore to cover it up. Um, I can't see Speedball even being in the same league. Like, do it that way. Is Speedball in the same realm as Roman Reigns? Absolutely not. He may not be in the same realm to you, but I feel Speedball versus Roman Reigns would be Roman Reigns' best match. No fucking way. I think Roman Reigns versus Will Ospreay would be better. I think Roman Reigns versus Mox would be fantastic, especially with all the history. Roman versus MJF, Roman versus Cody, Roman versus Punk. Roman versus any of these guys on this list, and Roman versus Hangman Page. Speedball is in the top 50, but he's not in the, He's not a top tenner right now. He's fun to watch. He's fun to root for. But it's so much of it is the underdog story. So much of it is, well, he's on impact. Like That's why it's fun to root for him. It's fun to root for him because he's the real karate man. He's the best wrestler in the world. All right, Diva of the Year. And it's going to be called Diva of the Year, okay? I know some people are like trying to get us to go woke, trying to get us to go 2022. They used to call it Diva, okay? So we call it Diva. We're about tradition, all right? We are we are big fans. So uh, I was going to say Bailey Belair, Bianca Belair, Liv Morgan, Jade Cargill, Thunder Rosa, Tony Storm. That's quite the list, you know. Now, are you going to try and sell me on Deanna Parazzo again? Because I'm buying no. Deanna's back, baby. 
Deanna is a lot better now, especially that she's teaming with Giselle, Sean. It's a really great story we have right now with this new stable, with this new group. But really, the diva of the year, Bianca's amazing and has had like a really amazing run. And her and Becky, I think, is even close to being match of the year. But I have to say, Jordan Grace is my diva of the year. She's had such an amazing run right now in Impact as the women's champion, holding this company down, keeping it strong, being in the now, best shape for says live all day. See, live all day is a good choice. Gino, I got to be honest. Jade Cargill came out in that money suit. It almost made me pick Jade Cargill. Bianca Belair, she is just always, she's always good for a good match. She's fantastic. I can't even pretend to say that. Who did you say? Jordan? I can't even pretend to say Jordan Grace is even in the top like 10 of women's wrestlers right now. Like These are five that we named here. I mean, this doesn't even have Ruby Soho on it doesn't even have Becky Lynch on it. It doesn't even have Bailey, who had a pretty good year as well. Like, there's a lot. Dakota Kai, remember, she came back. That was a huge moment for you. There's so many other females. Jordan Grace as champion is also, for me, forgotten a lot. I look at Mickey James as a bigger deal. I look at uh, Deanna as a bigger deal. Even Havoc and uh, whatever, the Death Dolls, that's a bigger deal than Jordan Grace. And that's to you, but to me, Jordan Grace had one of the best matches of the year as well with her versus Masha Slamovich in no. the last knockout standing. <laughs> and that's just, again, these amazing contests she's Stop been able saying to, have amazing. to prove herself. These are amazing. These are great matches. These matches are matches of the year. It was fantastic. Even if it's recency biased because that was a great fucking no DQ contest with Masha versus Jordan. It was Apollo Cruz versus Cruz del Toro. It was match of the year. No one believes that, you know. It's amazing, you say. You say amazing. All right. Let's keep it moving. Tag team of the year, Gino. I know that you voted for Dem Boys. Not even gonna finish. Do I have to ask you? You voted for Dem Boys, right? Everyone voted for the Briscoes. Even though they only had well televised pay per view match, they had maybe about Ten, three, but don't, don't, probably like thirteen. Because Impact, they had quite a few, and then like pay per views, maybe close to twenty. They probably had twenty matches this year, and they were all great matches, both oh, for WrestleMania weekend, and then like throughout the weeks till finally having their dog collar match. So I think about like twenty, twenty-five matches. I actually need to check cage matches to see the exact. Only one of these tag this. teams beat up CM Punk, and Punk got fired. Young Bucks are tag team of the year. That's um, outstanding. How fun is that, Gino? I saw them live. I had fun with the Young Bucks. They're the tag team of last decade. They're the tag team of this decade. Who beats up CM Punk and knocks his dog's teeth out and gets away with it? And then they, and then Punk gets fired. I was at uh, – I went to Dynamite, Gino. I don't know if I told you. And they only sold three shirts, right? FTR, the Acclaimed, and they had an Elite shirt, which was Chicago-themed. Like how these guys look, – look at the cojones on the Young Bucks. It is a lot of cojones on the Young Bucks, but man, I'm going to tell you, you were able to see Young Bucks live, and that's great, but I'm going to be able to see in January, and I'm going to, I know this guy like fucking waver my fucking opinions in 2023 for Tag Team of the Year, because I'm going to see the Motor City Machine Guns wrestle live in person. That's just going to realize that these are the best tag teams, and maybe that's going to skew my way right now, that maybe the Motor City Machine Guns are a better tag team than every other tag team on this list. Dude, I, Motor City Machine Guns didn't get punk fired. Although FTR, when I went to that live show and just watching everybody like them, it almost made me like them. But no, Cheeto, not them. The Usos are fantastic. Are you not an Usos boy? And the Usos have an amazing run right now, but it just it made it was too obvious that they were just trying to make them beat the New Day's record. Eventually, it was like, oh look at their numbers are climbing. I was like, oh they're just gonna beat New Day's record. That's all we're waiting to. And now we're just looking forward to now since that's done. Who's going to be the tag team to beat the Usos? Isn't that every 
title run? Why does that lessen it for you? Like, oh, it's so obvious they're going to beat a record. Like, when they first won the championship, it wasn't, oh, it's so obvious they're going to beat the record. Like, that's not how it works. Like, do you do that for everyone? Like, uh, Gunther, oh, they're just going to wait until he beats uh, Hunk Tongue Man's record. Like, they don't do that. It, it, it was once we started counting. Gino days. talking like his life is gonna change by watching <laughs> shitty wrestling matches. Because it will. You, you guys have to go there. Nathan live. does not understand. When you go to a wrestling event live, it does change you, Nathan. I know you don't have any good wrestling there in Australia, and we're never gonna go back to Australia because you guys didn't fucking sell out like you should have in your shitty last time you had in a real event there. So you're not gonna be able to experience what me and Lee's are able to experience. No, you're face, so you're being out of line again. I, okay, first of all, we love Jonah. I want to throw that out there. We're big fans of Bronson read we love the iconics grayson waller emma we love all of our australian talent thank you so much for all the hard work that y'all put in we know that it all started on the indie circuits there in australia some of the greatest talent in wrestling history right there baby in australia uh slash australia tickets coming soon for my live shows gino how dare you talk down about australia wrestling and i'm talking down because i shouldn't talk down about amazing wrestlers like Jonah Rock and like the guy Conox. I just should talk down to people like Nathan who talk down to wrestling that we go live to see. Well, no. Nathan's going to go to wrestling. He's going to love it. And then he's going to tell you why Grace Waller sucks. So, match of the year, Gino. Cody versus Seth Hell in a Cell. Gunther versus Sheamus. Clash at the Castle. Orange Cassidy versus Osprey. Forbidden Door. Riddle versus Seth Rollins. Clash at the Castle. Roman Reigns versus Logan Paul, Crowd Jewel, or other. Now, don't tell me you wrote Josh Alexander versus Speedball Mike Bailey. I had to write down the match that I believe is the match of the year, which was Josh Alexander versus Mike Bailey, must-see classic, uncut, impact wrestling, December 8, 2022. Is that what you wrote here? I'll write it down exactly, because it was awesome. Yeah, Lockheed Black it says, was. Gino, you fat brainless fuck, that was not me, you fucking retard. Yeah, that wasn't Nathan. Nathan didn't say that. It was he hate me, Gino. What's wrong with you? Why'd you attack oh, Nathan? Nathan? It's even worse. Everyone Nathan gets it. Nathan saying. knows that if I go to Raw, I'm going to be yelling at him why Braun Strowman's the best wrestler in the history of the world. I went to Raw in Dallas, and it bought Braun Strowman another five years of me liking him. He tackled Bobby Lashley through the stage, and his fire went everywhere. It was fantastic. There was like a real ambulance and fire department. You guys didn't see that on TV, but I saw it. It was awesome. It was fantastic. I really enjoyed that whole moment that whole scene the way they did it it felt so real to me damn it so i don't know gino but was that match better than sheamus and gunther because even that like what what's more rewatchable are you gonna go back and watch uh what who are we talking about josh alexander and speedball because i'll go back and rewatch gunther and sheamus because i already have rewatched it i've rewatched orange cassidy and will osprey um, I've shown people Logan Paul versus Roman Reigns, and I think that match actually did a lot of good for wrestling in a weird way. Like, people at work love Logan Paul, and uh, him just being at uh, in a match made people watch Raw the next night. They were watching Raw. People are still watching Raw because of Logan Paul. And it is because of Logan Paul, but, man, I've watched fucking Josh Alexander and Mike Bailey three times. This is an amazing contest. That's why I feel that this hour-long 
Broadway. That is Josh Alexander versus Mike Bailey. Impact December 8, 2022 is the match. D. I'm going Gunther Sheamus. I like fucking matches like that. Because Sheamus, banger after banger, we got to see Giovanni Vinci come back and be part of Imperium. Imperium was reformed, you know, at Clash at the Castle. One of the most fun events that I've ever seen. I can't imagine putting something that happened on a taped episode of Impact Wrestling ahead of it. I know you can't believe it, but I know that Impact put on the most amazing match I've ever seen. Promo of the year. Adam Page punches himself. Do I need you to read the rest of them? That was awesome. I'm a man. Punches himself in the face. But then that CM Punk one was also very, very good. I love that born at Christ Hospital with the cord around his neck. Blew in the face because they've been trying to kill me and no one's been man enough to do it. Wasn't that awesome? You remember that promo? I hate CM Punk. And he was lo- I was loving him that night. That was another great promo, but the promo I had to put for promo of was, the year was, Mike was MJF got CM Punk ahead of the match at Revolution AEW Dynamite 3-2-22. Mike Bailey accepts Josh Alexander's open challenge, Impact Wrestling, December 8th. Is that That's the real promo, right? No, the real promo is the exact title that he put on the AEW YouTube. MJF got CM Punk ahead of the match at Revolution. AEW died by 3-2-22. Look, I just went to Impact Wrestling. Promo of the year is Chris Jericho saying he's going to be the jobber, and then he loses to the jobber. We thought he was going to beat the jobber, and he didn't. Remember that? Whoa, let's go, jobber. Remember that? I do remember that, and I then remember two days later, Jericho talked to his podcast how he handpicked Ty Andretti, and how he put his fingerprints on and be like, it's my choice. It was because of me that I did it, because I'm just such a charitable guy. I don't want to push somebody who we have like a mirror and have him beat me. No, just to have like a jobber that we're never going to use, but now we used him two weeks in a row, but fireball in his face, so he's now going to look even more pathetic and more sympathetic, so we're just going to make him look even better when he beats Jericho again, because it's all Jericho being giving now, after he had such week after week after week after week after week beating former ROH champions that are better than him. No, that's not true. Jericho's a fucking legend. ROH sucks dick. That's why it went out of business, you know. So I think Jericho has some pretty good ideas here in the wrestling industry. So let's uh I know that when you watch Jericho, you're like, you've been bored of Jericho since he joined Impact Wrestling. Uh what do we what do we watch? AEW. I know that you uh you're like, oh well fuck him, but yeah, he he put over Action Andretti. Who the fuck is that? What a huge thing. Who did he not put over? I don't know, fucking Kazarian, who cares? Who did he who did he beat that was like, oh man, you can't beat Eddie Edwards? Like who is your Ring of Honor guy that he squashed? Dalton Castle should have fucking beat him. Why? Because Dalton is superior to Jericho in every way. What's next? After that happens, what's next? Dalton becomes the greatest ROH champion beating everybody. Dalton still has the boys. He was still the trios champ until he lost that. Like there's a, there was other things happening. There's a plan with Action Andretti. He gave Cesaro the belt back. I don't know why you hate Jericho. And then you like that was and and by the way that was a true story. He saw him on like a dark episode in, in October and knew this guy was going to be something. I'll work with him. Let me put him over on a dynamite on his debut. That's awesome, Gino. That's like so cool. He didn't have to do that. He didn't have to do that. He could have actually went on and beat a jobber. Would that have been better for you? Yes, it would have been better because it wouldn't, and he wouldn't be able to talk about it. He wouldn't be able to be on his podcast and trying to be like, oh, look at how charitable I am and how much of a good guy I am because I watched Dark and saw this jobber. I was like, I want to put him over. 
Yeah. Just to make me look good. Why do you hate when people talk about like, hey, I did something cool and then here it is. Like you want them to do it all. Because the- sometimes people will do something cool and you want to, like Jordan Grace will give money to Daniel Benoit or some shit. And you're like, yeah, I'm on side. But here Jericho's hooking up an indie wrestler who might never get an opportunity. And now he got one. He got to beat Chris Jericho. And then to break a fame and have it be like, oh, it's because of me. I'm such a charitable guy. It oh, shouldn't now be you're mad. There. You should do it for your own. Now good, you're mad about breaking it. fucking kayfabe. All the podcasts and shit you listen to, like, well, I think Eddie Kingston's mad at Ortiz and Santana because they're not friends anymore. Like, you're the king of getting out of kayfabe. Why the fuck do you care if Jericho gets on his own fucking podcast and says, "Hey, I had this idea." Why are you listening to it anyway if you don't want to hear it? Like, I had this idea. I saw this guy on Dark. I thought it would be great. For the fans in Dallas, it was a fucking great decision. Greatest decision of Chris Jericho's career, other than switching to undies for that brief period of time when he was a villain. Like, a fantastic moment in wrestling history, and you're like, he's just pretending that he's charitable. He's never lost a match. It's because it's just the way it is. Jericho likes to make himself look good in any way, shape, or form, make himself over. So, yeah, he could have just decided, you know what, I just, well, he could have stayed kayfabe, just not put it all, at all, talk about, like, how he made this happen. How he, he did, did this. but he did do idea. that. Yeah, that's the whole thing he shouldn't have. That's the whole thing. If you're a charitable well, it, person, you want to make yourself charitable, don't K-fabe talk podcast. about charitable you are. It's, out, it's on his Out of Kayfabe podcast. So why would you listen to his Out of Kayfabe podcast if you're hoping Kayfabe still exists? You don't listen to oral sessions and go, why are AOP being good guys? Like, no, you 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 know that they're all going to be out of Kayfabe in this. Why, why give it any attention if you want to keep Kayfabe alive? Don't go on the internet. Don't read spoilers for events. Like you can live I in a world so. of kayfabe. I could. It's just like at least for that with Jericho. Malachi Black just, says, "Vlides, he listens to it because he has no fucking life. Wrestling is Genos life. How about you give yourself a makeover, get a haircut, and lose some? Yeah, lose some, Gino. Whatever that means. I don't like you didn't finish. So yeah, I, I, I don't understand why you're mad. You've been mad at Jericho for a few weeks. Now I'm just gonna put promo of the year, Chris Jericho, superstar of the year, Chris Jericho. I bought Ralph a Chris Jericho action figure. Jericho is awesome. And I don't even like him that much. And I got to sit here and defend Chris Jericho because you don't like that he broke kayfabe on his podcast. You're right. Yes. It's all because of me that you have to defend Jericho. And it makes sense. But I thought, okay, because you brought the uh, Jericho action figure. I thought you were also going to buy the Alex Hammerstone action figure or the uh, Micro Brawler. Kind <laughs> That's of true. I, I did not get the. Well, the Micro Brawlers kind of suck. I, I've got. Once you see the action figures in person, you're like, I got to get more of these. Ralphie got a John Cena for Christmas. Don't worry, everybody. Um, it's not one of my favorite John Cena ones. It's like the one where it says, like, the champ is here and it points down at the belt. Uh, that, not my favorite toy, but I just. When you tell your mom, hey, John Cena toy, and that's the only one they have, she, you know. You take what you can get at that point, Gino. So promo of the year, uh, me yelling at you right now for not liking Jericho for some reason. Um, he yeah, he broke kayfabe on his fucking podcast where where he broke down how he went to all out and painted his face like like uh, what's his face like Penta El Cero Mieto and he Penta was nervous because that was a different color mask than he was wearing and they had to get him the mask back and Jericho did the face paint and. Uh, yeah, all of that. They broke all that kayfabe, but none of that annoyed Gino. The only one that annoyed Gino was that he handpicked somebody that he saw in dark with a great body and had that person beat him on dynamite in one of the most fun matches in wrestling history. 
Yes, when it should have been someone like Warhorse, when someone we wouldn't expect to go over. I will, no, I dude, you did not expect Action Andretti to win. What? War, why, what are we going to do if Warhorse wins? Who gives a fuck? We've already seen him. This was so great because it was a true jobber. We don't know who this guy is. Even when they announced, even when Justin Roberts, the dapper yapper, even when he was like, action and ready. The, the audience did not know who was fighting. Jericho goes on, talk is Jericho, and breaks kayfabe. I'm not going to even put which time. I'm just going to leave it at that, Gino. Is that is that the promo of the year? That could be promo of the year because it connects to his interconnecting storyline that Jericho is Jericho. How about his? Uh, how about him on that other podcast where he's like, nobody knew what AEW was until I got here. I'm the fucking Maverick. Uh, he went on that podcast. That was awesome. Jericho rules. You've convinced me. Uh, what about RVD talking shit about CM Punk? That video is fantastic. I love that video. I'm going with Christ Hospital. I hate CM Punk. I love that promo. Um, that was that was it. Really got me to care, and he had just lost to Moxley like the week before, and then he cut a promo, and we're like, "Never mind, that never happened. Let's go! I can't wait for this match. Hopefully, you don't talk shit about uh, the EVPs once you're done with it." Yeah, I mean, I can understand that, but I'm telling you, the MJF one where he just brutalizes fucking CM Punk, and with Sean Spears choking him again, making all these references to Rave and CM Punk, and having the snake promo bit at the end, just it was perfect. MJF is just the greatest wrestler and having that best promo after that week before where he was just silent. He just Dude. couldn't actually told everything, but he was silent after. Mike Bailey said, way better you. than MJF. How dare you? Mike Bailey's leagues and leagues above MJF. Mike Bailey has been working the indies for two decades, finally getting his opportunity with Impact Wrestling. He had match of the year this year, promo of the year. How can you even say that? It's because, sadly, Mike Bailey was not able to have the feud of the year because MJFC and Punk is the feud of the year. I didn't like that Mike Bailey broke kayfabe on, on that interview, though, that he did. Feud of the year, CM Punk, Adam Page. That's a very good feud of the year because even like it's, it never had a payoff of like a match after we really wanted to see it. After CM Punk called out Adam Page and like was a total asshole, that was really, really low class. Punk versus MJF. Punk versus Mox was actually pretty good. Um, Cody versus Rollins. Flair versus Double J and Jay Lethal might be the easy winner. Um, as far as WWE, what was like the other than Cody and Seth? Is there another WWE feud that even kind of comes close to the Seth and and Riddle try and inch its way towards that? Or is it, is Roman you're the dark horse when everyone overlooks is Roman Seth? That whole buildup, the whole multiple weeks of right. that one match where we had Seth being like, I still care about you. You still love me because of my history. I still have that emotional manipulation over you. And it built up to, like, what are they going to do? How is this match going to be? And Seth coming out of the shield garb and doing the shield fist. And then we did the microphone call to the shield bomb. There was a one-person power bomb to the announcer. It was like, that's the shield bomb because everyone's shield. But it's, it's also shield. that amalgamated to one match. Like, that's the only problem. With Feud of the Year, I like that a lot of these had multiple contests, especially Cody and Seth. Like, the, the, the amount of matches that they had with each other I thought was really, really well done. Punk and Mox, I could argue the same thing because Punk got hurt and Mox was kind of, hey, I'm, I'm going to carry the mantle. I'm going to be the champion again. Like, um, you know, Mox kind of had to play second fiddle to Punk for a whole year. And then it all ended with Punk getting fired. Um, MJF and Punk, a lot of great words were exchanged there. Even recently with this Mox and MJF, right? Am I right, boys? And Hangman Page is always going to be one of my favorites. So, but as far as WWE goes, the only other one, like, because Brock and Roman, I never really got it up for. I, that doesn't do it for me. You could even maybe say the Bloodline versus, like, 
What, the Brutes? The Brawling Brutes? That's some good shit there. Uh, who else? Is there anything else in WWE that was like, dude, that right there, fucking Bailey Bianca? They had a pretty good feud. That as well as Damage Control versus Alexa, Bianca, and Asuka. I that hated the Asuka and Alexa part. And the Damage Control part. I like the Bailey and the Bianca part, like I said. And that's one way to go, but that storyline didn't go as long as the entire Damage Control versus Raw Women's Division. Cody versus Seth. It's still going. That's what I like about their this feud. It's still, like, at any moment, we can, we're we going to hop right back into that, I feel, because Rollins really never got a win out of that whole thing, didn't he? Didn't he just keep losing to Cody? He couldn't beat him even with a peck torn clean off the bone. But it wasn't about Seth losing the, winning the matches. It was about him winning the war of words that he had to manipulate <laughs> Cody. Because, yeah, that's what Seth's all about, manipulating the opponent before. And even if he loses, yeah. he's going to win in the end by the war of words. Did he win, though? Because he lost every single match, and Cody's definitely coming back. So is that a victory in your head? Because that says a lot about you if you think that's a win. Seth wins in the end because so far he is being Cody to the point that Cody is not here. Cody got kicked out. He's dead now. Basically, he never he's beat dead Cody, until he though. comes back. He never beat Cody. But he, he never beat Cody, but he's dead though. Even though Cody he's won, he's lost at the end. You don't know what you're saying. That's you're you're making it hurt, Gino. Where's right? Cody been? Cody's not anywhere. He's till been the rehabbing. Wait till we get some awesome surgery videos. Like nine months in a hospital bed, and I'm back, baby. So all he's right. gonna get you two. He's because he loves Triple H so much. We're gonna get you two one more time just for a promo pack. Just be great. Impact day. Impact Feud of the Year. Uh, we eat, is it Moose versus um. Uh, Josh, Moose Josh? It's either Moose Josh or Morrissey, Brian. Dude, Impact sucks. When you, like, we love Brian Myers. We love the learning Yeah, tree. but that's such a dumb feud of the year that, yeah, that honestly, you're you're right. That's feud of the year. Brian Myers versus W. Morrissey was fantastic. But that, just say that out loud. Kurt Hawkins and, and Big Cass had feud of the year. Uh, event of the year, and by the way, the real answer is not on here. Uh, Slammiversary, EY, Clash of the Castle, Crown Jewel, Full Gear, Revolution, WrestleMania Night One. I thought Clash of the he Castle. He me says Impact sucks shit. What event of the year? Impact Wrestling, Bound for Glory. Tell him, Gino. I it's close to that, but I think event of the year is since we did WrestleMania Night One, it has to be. Wrestle Kingdom 16 Night 2 when we had Tanahashi versus Kenta in the amazing no DQ match when we had Osprey versus Okada. We had some amazing matches at Wrestle Kingdom 16 Night 2 that I believe is making that event of the year. Oh, oh my gosh, this is going to be so hard to release to the public, Gino. No nobody's going to take us as credible wrestling journalists if you just keep making jokes like Nobody can see you, but I can see you. You don't look serious at all when you're saying your answers. Like, this is hard. And part of me thinks you are serious. Like, you will well, obviously. Because listen how you started that. If we're going to say WrestleMania night one, we're definitely going to say, like. Malachi Black says, Brian V.S. Morrissey, what horseshit names for wrestlers impact is the fucking worst. Impact rules, Nathan. You're going to love it when they go to Australia and you see them live. Because I'm going to buy you tickets. So I guess Nathan prefers Big Bill over W. Morrissey. I think that's uh, a better name. For honestly, it, it is. Big Bill is, like, fun, but it's also intimidating. W. Morrissey is very confusing. Like, why would that be his Why is his name W? Can we go to that part? William. No one wants to say William Morris. That's two too long names, so you want to go shorter names. So we have W and a long name. W is still w long. Morrissey. That's a lot of syllables too. Bill is very short. It's one syllable. Bill Morrissey is even better than W Morrissey. 
I guess that's what Impact should have gone with is Bill Morrissey or B Morrissey. No, go with Big Bill. They figured it out because he was big cast. He's seven foot tall, and you can't teach that. His name is Big Bill. That's a fantastic name for him. I don't know why you're against that. He also got engaged to Lexi Nair. Congratulations, Big Bill. Why are you so against it? I'm not against just like I'm not against Sean Spears and whatever her real name is. A fucking iconic chick are having their baby and them being married and them having an amazing wow. relationship. Hopefully they're both coming back to WWE soon. Her name's Cassie, so holy shit. Very, very misogynistic that you remember Sean. What's Sean's real name? I only know Sean Spears. Okay. His name's like Ron something. Ron Arnelli, I think. He owns Flatbacks Wrestling School, Gino. Maybe we should go. Um, Clash of the Cat. Well, hold on. Full Gear was good. Revolution. I don't. Didn't Wardlow have that ladder match at Revolution? I wasn't a big fan of that. WrestleMania, I don't remember at all, so that can't be it. Crown Jewel is like still fresh in my brain, even though it was, or no, I, Castle Castle at the Clash Hall, that is definitely still fresh in my brain as one of my favorite events. Like throughout the whole year, the crowd was so fucking crazy for that. Uh, can I put the dynamite that I went to? That's probably the real event of the year. Clash of the Castle, Gino, not Wrestle Kingdom nonsense. The it has to be Wrestle Kingdom. The, the expect, even your laugh, you little. Like even that, like you don't take yourself seriously anymore. It is, but I'm actually trying to. Wrestle Kingdom was an amazing con, amazing matches that we had on that show, and having again one of the best no DQ matches of the year with Tanahashi versus Kenta, where uh, Kenta and Tanahashi almost died. All right, only fans of the year, Gino, the GOC only fans, the Mandy Rose, the Melissa Santos, the Paige Van Zant, Tony Storm. Like these are all really, really solid choices. Is there anyone else that you would throw in there? I know you're a big OnlyFans boy. I mean, if we have to keep with like the wrestling content, wrestling focus, it has to be Jordan Grace. <laughs> You're not serious. What do you mean? I am. I am actually very serious. Jordan Grace has the best only fans. Most content is on there. Yeah, the most of her cur doing curls. There's nothing on there worth of, uh, worth of the OnlyFans of the Year trophy. Imagine we're handing a trophy to these women. You have to tell GOC. You have to tell Mandy Rose. You have to tell Tony that they did not win because you lost to this chick that does curls on her OnlyFans. She has the most and the best content on OnlyFans compared to all these other women. What is what define them best? Jordan Grace is the best woman. But what do you what does the best like content mean to you? What does that mean? That she just has the best OnlyFans. There's no way to define best. I just consider no, her to be. Give the me winner an example of, of her content. That's what I'm asking for. Give me an example of the content. Like, does she post like recipes? Like, what is what is the content that makes her OnlyFans better than? Because GOC's content is fantastic because she shows her breasts, and we didn't, we never thought that would happen. So it happened, and now she's her whole career is going to be OnlyFans going forward. Mandy Rose rated dicks. So frequently on her OnlyFans, she lost her job. Paige Van Sant just straight up posts porn on that motherfucker. We never thought we would see that. Melissa Santos, Brian Brian Cage takes those photos, which makes it even more like, am I looking at your naked wife and you're taking the photos of it? Tony Storm said she would never show her tits, and she does. So I just gave you a reason why all of this content is unique. What about Jordan's do you like? What I like about Jordan's is that she sticks with her morals and knows you don't need to show nudity to be popular and have this amazing content and to continue it to grow into this amazing empire it's going to be to the point of almost like Amaranth level. So if she's not posting news, like what is she posting? I don't know why you won't tell me. It's because you need to subscribe to her OnlyFans to really experience what she has to offer. Clearly GOC. She made a video about us and then it all ended with her showing her breasts on the internet. That's like the easiest answer, Gino. 
Don't know why that was so hard for everyone to say. Mandy lost her job over hers. That was fantastic. Now, the Glammy Award winner, Gino, all of these people passed away this year. A lot of shocking names, too. And Antonio Inoki, not really shocking. Dave Hebner, is Earl still out there? Earl's alive, right? Earl is still alive, but out of all these people, there was someone we missed, but it's because it's recent, and maybe Kevin didn't think about how much of an impact this person's death was going to be to all of us, is former Impact Wrestling legend Stefan Bonner. Gino. You're a fascinating creature. Sarah Lee was very attractive, and I had just watched um, that that Tough Enough season. I had the flu one day. I have Peacock. That season's on there. I put that thing on, and I watched it, and I binged it. I thought it was fantastic, um, and I and I always kind of wondered, like, hey, she won. What ended up happening with her? What ended up happening with the Yeti? Like, there was a lot of talent on that show, I thought, and the only one that really was successful – other than Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville, was Patrick Clark. Like, the men, the side of men wasn't very – we didn't get a lot out of them other than Patrick Clark. Sarah Lee was somebody who won the show, but you look at Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose as the most successful people that were out of that group. <coughs> oh, my gosh, you know. Scott Hall. I love Scott Hall. I feel so bad that he passed away. He knows Kevin Nash. I would have loved to hear Kevin say that same thing about Scott Hall, that he looked like a vampire, that he's glamming him. Scott Hall looks fantastic, even from the grave, Gino. I'm sure he does, just like Stefan Botter looks good from the grave, too. That's why I voted for Stefan Botter. Caller of the year. We, uh, Dom is very handsome, and every time he's in the chat on the on the Discord, I always like he looks like every kid at Gold's Gym. He has like the hair. He's definitely a man of the times, but he always posts pictures in the Discord of like this chick's ass, like in his face. So even though he's like caller of the year, his contributions to the Discord, much like Jordan Grace, are of a sexual nature. So I really like Dom's calls. I can't remember. Uh, I like G-Spot. G-Spot's fantastic with his sunglasses lately. Liana, has she called in recently? I wasn't on anything that she called into, right, Gino? No, she was always calling like on Raw or SmackDown when like Tyler sometimes disconnects. She's been there and able to like, pick up the Slack door and I do the two. It's like she's had a few times where she's called in, but every time was a special moment where you got to hear Liana talk about the stories in her life. This is too hard. How am I supposed to pick between all my friends, I feel? Like I want to go Yarbrough, want to go J-Botch, G-Spot's phenomenal, Dom's phenomenal. People are saying vote for Dom. I think we vote for Dom. Now Lock High Black on- says D-O-M easy answer. Dude, he's right. I'm voting for Dom. Gino, did you throw your money on Dom, or did you put that one time Sammy called in many of the, many years ago? I what I had to go with because I thought it was the perfect pick, and because he's had amazing calls and he's here consistently still is Yarbrough. Yarbrough rules. This is you can't pick a like G Spot and Yarbrough do the slam. Like we can't. Like this is a tough award. I can only give it to one. So I'm going to give it to Dom just because I hope he posts more pictures of him and that lady in the Discord. And hopefully she's of age. I kind of did just realize he's probably not of age. Dom, only 18 and up, please. Um, video of the year, way too hard. Way, way, way too hard. Uh, <laughs> AEW Twink attacks us. CM Punk, only nobodies don't like me. GOC love slash wants me. Noel Foley's traumatic three years. The Riddle DMs is so funny. Gino, what's your favorite video of the year, my friend? And when I was going through the videos that came out in 2022, the video of the year obviously has to be Max Caster's acclaimed 2021. You think Max Caster or you think he's getting one? I feel it obviously has to go to the hour long, two hour and a half long 
Max Caster's acclaimed 2021 video. It's a perfect video, and it just encapsulates the entire year. And being it coming out in 2022, not 2021, makes Dude, sense. Jeff Hardy DUI. Dude, Jeff Hardy DUI is my favorite fucking thing in the world. Like, sometimes I'll get drunk and watch it. It makes me laugh so hard. Jeff Hardy doesn't even... Then when they go to, like, that parking lot to do the sobriety test, and the cops are like, yeah, he's already asleep. It's like, oh, no! Why are you doing this? Why are you embarrassing our poor world champion Jeff Hardy? He did a swanton on the steps not that long ago. He did a concert the night before where he said whiskey is his best friend and his greatest enemy. Such a great fucking video. And it's also kind of a sequel to Jimmy Uso. I forget which one is first, but like those two together are such a fun. And now the Patrick Clark. Oh, like anytime we get body, our, our men in blue are doing great work out there, Gino. The fact that they're recording our, our poor wrestlers out there in the wilderness. Like it is a bummer, obviously, to see your heroes like that. Like I love Jeff Hardy. We should buy Jeff Hardy merch now that I'm saying it out loud. And we need him back on Dynamite. He deserve, or we need him back with Sheamus. Can he be in the Brawling Brutes? Uh, he could be in Sheamus with Brawling Brutes. He can go back to Impact. We can get Brother Nero. We can get the charismatic Enigma in Impact again. One more run. What's up with Matt Hardy? Is he leaving this fucking piece of shit company soon or what? Well, we first got to get through the storyline where he can become broken because of the firm, because of what Ethan Page is slowly turning him into to make him broken, to make the firm more money with broken Dude, he, I know you like Ethan Page, but he is just so not over. I mean, they're, 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 when I was sitting next to those two guys next to me, the little person and the other guy that I swear was on ADHD medication, they just they did not like Ethan Page. They were like, yeah, I kind of liked him when he was an impact, but he hasn't done anything since he came over here. And they both called it out. He's yelling guy. He just, oh, how are you going to pay attention to me? I'll just yell. That's all he's got, you know. But that's why we're excited for the last Dynamite of the year where he gets to beat the fuck out of Amdrag and Brian Nelson's going to be bodied and just become a vegetable like the vegetables he loves to fucking eat. I hate Ethan Page now. I, I, I was tricked by Josh Alexander, I think. I think Josh Alexander um, being his tag partner and you'd have like serious walking weapon Josh Alexander and like silly, goofy Ethan Page. They fit so well together because they were opposites attract, but also they, like they were, you know, they're Canadian. So it was kind of, oh, well, we're always, we're always going to be connected by the North. Like that's kind of what that team was. And a lot, of, it was like beer money. It's like we have Bobby Roode, who's like the serious money guy, and then James Storm, who's a who's you know the, the beer drinking, creek swimming, deer skin, and Johnny Cash listening. You know, all of that fits so well. Stable of the year, Blackpool Combat Club, the BCC. Wheeler Yuta, by the way, takes himself so seriously. Bloodline, the Jericho Appreciation Society, the East End Trinity, or the Elite, you know, or other. There's a lot of stables. I don't see best friends on here. I don't see Rapungi Vice. I don't see Los Aficionados in Grenoble. Um, there's a lot of things that I'm not seeing on here, Gino. What hipster answer did you pick? Well, the hipster answer is you obviously would guess that I would pick. I mean, actually, I'll let you guess. What is the pick that you think I would go Honor with? No more. 2022? Honor No More. They showed up in, in Impact Wrestling after Ring of Honor. It folded. They stuck together. PCO is awesome. Uh, they were just booked incorrectly. They should have signed Mike and Matt Taven to a longer-term deal. Clearly, Honor No More. Now you go. That's very close. That was very close. Second pick that I would have made. But really, the pick I went with is... The Learning Tree. The Learning Tree is the greatest thing we've had this year. We had Zicky Dice, VSK. We did have Manny Lemons for a short time before he got roster cut. And then we had eight people randomly on one special episode of Impact where we had eight Learning Tree members. The Learning Tree has grown so much bigger than any other stable this year. 
So for those watching live on Trovo, I picked the bloodline. Uh, I don't think that needs any description. I think Sami Zayn, uh, what happened at Survivor Series, really put that over the line as far as how awesome this stable is, how awesome this faction is. The year-long storytelling that we've got out of the bloodline with Solo Sokoa, Solo Sokoa's debut. Uh, like Everything about this faction, everything about how they continue to evolve and grow, they're staying relevant every fucking like week. So yes, they don't have Wheeler Yuta. That's why Blackpool Combat Club doesn't win. Uh, they don't have Jack Swagger's hat. That's why JAS doesn't win. Uh, I love the Elite. They got CM Punk fire. But clearly the bloodline, dude. Let's go. It's not clearly the bloodline. It's clearly the learning tree because none of these people have the one thing the learning tree has, which is the most professional wrestler. All these people are just pro wrestlers, but not the most professional wrestler in the world. Yeah, but if every if you just name Manny Lemons. So it's like when I brought up Solo Sokoa and Sami Zayn, like these were additions the bloodline made. You said that the learning tree added Manny Lemons. Yes, Manny Lemons, but then he got cut, and then we just had VSK and Zicky Dice, which are two of the best wrestlers that any stable will be glad to have in the future. So, like, the Usos is somebody that I bring up. Like, I can bring them up about the bloodline, but you're going to compare VSK and Zicky to the Usos. Yes, we'd have the most outlandish tag team compared to just the most serious tag team. Yes. And I would like to say the TK, he must not understand. He's saying pro wrestler is short for professional wrestler. We understand what pro wrestlers are, but we know that Brian Myers is the most professional wrestler. These people don't watch Impact, you know, they don't understand. However, you're incredibly wrong. Bloodline, stable of the year all, all the way. Chatter of the year, all thanks sign B2, Hugh G. Lissom, Spliff, Quigley, other. This is a tough one. I don't think there's any way that you can pick just one. All Bank Sign gave gives a lot of uh, mana and elixir. That's I think that that gives him a huge bump. But I love I love everyone on this list. You know, when you're scrolling through the chat, who's making you pop the most? The person making me pop the most, and the bias that I do have, I had to go with Quigley because of both him supporting me to be able to have that moment this year to go to GCW Astronaut. I feel Quigley is the best chatter of this year. I like I like Jigs right now. I'm liking TK91. He hate me. He's been killing it. King James. You know what? King James, for one reason and one reason only, Jim and them long boys. I've been listening to those all fucking day, Gino. I love a, I love a Corey Feldman long boy. Long live the long boys. King James gets a vote for me. Having said that, I can't just pick one, all right? Everybody here is awesome. It's always so fun to do, to do this one because we like to see what the – what the other like the other chatters are kind of noticing like who really sticks out in the chat so it's awesome dude king james gets a vote from me most forgotten and i like that all link sign makes this one as well i echo mr boar what the fuck is that shane coombs i remember that name mr boar is what i called him i think sniper main oh my gosh uh gito is there somebody from last year that like was around a lot that you just cannot remember i i felt like with the most forgotten is more because like we've tried to move on but i don't feel we ever really can truly move on and forget them and i had to go with ayako i'm going with sniper man dude remember that guy was like really remember this i'm gonna go in my chat right now and just type in all caps hey guys do you like raw and it was just all these all caps i don't like it was all i all caps all the time just non-stop like what very, very annoying person to be in a chat with, be, to be in the Discord with. It was just overwhelming, the all caps typing that we got. Like, I don't lie. Like, yeah, see, everyone hated it, but he was just always around. Like, um, Vleeties, great show. I like wrestling, too. 
Like, so many of these annoying-ass messages, dude. It was very, very frustrating. It was frustrating for some. I'm used to all caps typing because I've been, so, I've been around the internet so long, and I've been around people with the fucking back and forths on Twitter where people are, like, in all caps all the time, just trying to do the whole Wojak, Soyjack shit just to fucking try to make the other pissed off to the point they eventually stop and they never fucking stop it's the worst yeah it was very uh, it's very very annoying to be in a chat room with that guy to be on the discord and a lot of being tagged who is that guy what was that guy real dev Did, that guy's forgotten too right real dev remember him he hate I me remember says him. gino is a kid. fucktard like sniper main gino rules how dare they gino i know you've been trolling me for fucking an hour and 15 minutes but gino rules everyone settle down yeah, they just can't handle the good trolling. See, I'm just a nice, the honest, like, trolling. humble troll. I'm not, like, a bad troll. Like, people were trying to make you pissed off with, like, Wojak and Soyjack memes over and over again. You were trying to annoy the shit out of me with your Jericho thing. I was like, is he being for fucking real? Like, is this about to happen? Are we about to blow up? Like, I was literally confused why you were just picking at me. You hurt my feelings, Gino. You know, I don't intend to hurt your feelings, but yeah, I was trying, like, just try to get over the edge just to get, like, a real special moment to have this release be a big moment for Vlees at the end of the year, just to be a big moment for everyone to remember. Yeah, I mean, people people liked when I yelled at you really bad that one time, and I haven't done it since. I've done my best to not yell at Gino. You, like, you're like, you're like a special needs student. If I yell at you, it makes me look bad. It doesn't make you look bad. So I don't want to do that. I don't want to take my aggressions out on you, even though you, you didn't interrupt me tonight, which was great. But yeah, how dare you? Oh, he broke kayfabe on his podcast. Like It's a fucking podcast. Do we need to be in kayfabe going forward, Gino? I don't think we have to be in kayfabe going forward. I just will try not to talk about Jericho because I do have feelings that make me feel that Jericho is just a piece of shit. He just cares about Jericho. himself more than others. You well, Well, yeah. First of all, yeah. But isn't that every wrestler in a lot of ways? Like, I want to get myself over. I want to get my shit in. Like, the more time you spend worrying about everyone else is the more time that you're getting pushed to fucking dark. It's sad that that is the case for some. And then there's some that don't do anything bad at all, but people just do bad to them, make them look bad. Like what happened to my boy Gentleman Jervis this year. It's just sad. People huh? take advantage and make people look bad just because they're defending their friend. They think he's a good person. And because then you're like, oh, you support Nazism like he does and his shit he talked about. So, yeah. Talk about Fuck Nash the, Carter, the rest of the community. No, not Nash Carter. It was uh, Jervis. He during the whole stuff with Brian Kendrick and the whole shit was going on with him, where people were like, "Oh, because of what he said years ago, he still believes this." All Jeremy Jervis said was like, "I believe and I know that Brian Kendrick is a good person." But yeah, because of him, like the side with Brian Kendrick, like you're a Nazi sympathizer, and everyone just went after him and tried to cancel him. Brian said he even canceled him from a fucking wrestling event. Do you ever look at those sites, though, where they're like, like, you know, where they say, like, oh, the, uh, there's a lot of Sandy Hook deniers. Do you ever wonder, like, how those people exist or how they get together? Yeah, I wondered, like, how some people become in these echo chambers. I do think it's, like, social media controls it to a point, like, when you talk about something so much or, like, even post about it, it does guide you to, like, that type of people so you don't really get to find the true knowledge. You just become one with this group that just speaks in this echo chamber that only you guys listen to each other. But they, but they also at least ask questions, right? Like, isn't that what's also kind of... You know, we sit here and we're just fed. We're fed. We're fed. Like, I remember during 2020, I did go on this, like, stop, look, think, 
because there was that guy on Jericho's podcast. Uh, I can't remember his name. He was the flat earther. And I remember, you know, just looking into the flat earth and then they talk about other hoaxes and like Sandy Hook is one of the big ones. Rob Elementary and Uvalde is already on there. Like I haven't seen any videos on that. I did watch this George Floyd PSYOP video, which is pretty interesting. Dinosaurs not being real. There's a lot of things that happen and I don't know how all these people kind of get together and put this shit out there, but they do. And like how, how? I, again, I don't know how all this has come to be with how social media and just media in general has allowed us to create these echo chambers and made these fucking crazy ideas that can be disproven, but they just won't accept them. It's possible to disprove because they're like, no, that's just one side. That's just an opinion. That's not fact. Did you hear the announcement earlier, Gino? I think we're just going to start at 9 p.m. Uh, Central Standard. You and me just hop on. I think with me and Geezy, what I'm going to try and do is figure out if we if we have to do like a Friday night, we just won't be live. We'll just kind of be in the background while you guys are live because obviously we're we we ha- we're, we're SmackDown's third hour. So we'll figure it out. I know he and I probably won't be live going forward, but I think that works better. I think I think the wrestling journey is live because that's – I mean, this audience here on Trovo, dude, bunch of hungry wrestling fans. You know, they're all thirst-trapping for me and you. So I think that's a good way to do that going forward. Does that work? I think that works perfectly, man. And then if anything major does happen on NXT, I can let you know, but I don't think anything big happened this week on NXT. And they do have the New Year's Day bash of Dynamite, but I don't think anything big is going to happen tomorrow. Joe's just going to successfully retain his title. So, yeah, it's going to be a great time tomorrow, tonight at 9, every week now from 9 p.m. And Kevin and I are going to be live after, and we're going to do the slamming. So I'm going to definitely get some uh, get a suit. I think I'm going to wear a suit tomorrow night, Gino. I think it's okay to look presentable once in a while. Uh, I wore a tie last year, but I think I'm bringing the coat. I lost weight, so I can wear the coat this year, Gino. You know, I weighed like 300 pounds at that last time. I'm down to like 260, bro. Hell yeah, congratulations, man, to be able to lose that weight. Finally, with me having a job and me moving regularly now and actually not just stuck in a fucking room or forcing myself and sneaking myself in the room, I now hopefully am going to start losing more weight again. Dude, it's going to be fantastic. You got to get a Garmin. I got this Garmin Phoenix 6, you know, it, it monitors. You know, so I took the stairs at work today like four times, and it even told me, like, hey, you hit your floors goal. My floors goal, Gino. I didn't know I had one of those. Yeah, it looks like they want to have you have goals for everything. Have floors, have miles, to have steps walked, have all these kinds of goals for you to achieve. It's not a terrible idea, though. A floors goal? I mean, I'm, I'm about it. I'll get 10, 10 floors a day or whatever they're trying to get me to do. I have stairs at work. I should be taking them. The elevators for pussies, right? It is for pussies or for people who have too much to carry that makes them need to take the elevator. No, pussies, Gino, you're right. Or, yeah, they have, like, a cart. You're right. If they have a cart, they should take the elevator. But that about does it for the wrestling journalist. Uh, As you can tell by tonight's discussion, I was the only true wrestling journalist. Gino watches Impact Wrestling. That's kind of what happened here tonight. Uh, If one of us was Dave Meltzer, it was me. I'm the one who actually looks at star ratings and revenue shares, and, and I look at the gate. Impact Wrestling hasn't sold more than 200 seats this year. And Gino's saying that they're having matches of the year. Right, Gino? Yes, I'm the Brian Alvarez to your Dave Meltzer. I don't even know if you're that. You're the Gino to my Dave Meltzer. Like, there's only there's only one of you. Like, you exist in every group. It's just you. You always talk about these other wrestling communities that you're in that we're not allowed to join as well. Like, you keep uh, Damo hidden from us. You don't want us to talk to Damo when you're talking to Damo. Yes, it's all secret. It's all it's all my close personal friends that I have this group chat. That's it. That's it. Damo. It's just a group chat. It's Big Damo and Mason, Dijak and Manny. 
And you guys are all just chatting it up all day? We, I at least check up with their chat. I don't always like chatting. Like, I don't really chat every once in a while, like a week or so. Have a good night, everybody. See you at the Slammies. Thank you, Gino. I probably just love you, man. Amazing job tonight. Was he doing all that on purpose? I think he was. He's just fucking with me hard. Big thanks to TK91. He hate me, Gino, Dakota Guy, Cassidy, JR Ramrod, Jigs, Nathan Weller, of course, King James, Dom, Kevin. We had a great crowd tonight. I really appreciate it, you guys. New Year's is going to be sick.